The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Rico Report. Woo! The Buffalo Bills sure know how to stress us out. Wowzers! Folks, welcome to another edition of the Rico Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. The Bills Week 5. The Bills Survive. The Bills Musk. You know what I'm saying? Grit. Grudge it out. Grunge it out. Whatever you want to call it, the Bills made it happen. And that's what matters at the end of the day is the W. Would you guys not agree? Sometimes, or shall I say lately, they will not be sexy. It won't be a sexy win. It's going to be one of those situations where we allow teams to stay in the game. But at the end of the day, what we have to realize is this is not the regular season. The regular season is behind us. And so is this wild card game, thank goodness. But folks, the W is what matters. Now, I, like myself, I could have came on here and become doom and gloom, and I can, because I had some moments in this game where, man, this is bugging me. I got something on my shirt. I don't know what it is. Uh, There was moments in this game where you're sitting there like, yo, what is going on? What is happening? I'm missing that. What is happening, right? I can't, I can't sit there and, and say this was an amazing game because there were moments in this game where I'm like, I could merely just stay silent. Silent. Because I'm like, okay, they got to get it together. They got to get it together. They're going to get it together. Don't worry about it. We're the better team. We're clearly playing like the better team. We're just shooting ourselves in the foot. We will get it together. We have Josh Allen. Man. Did these Miami Dolphins push us to the break, push us to the end? You And you know what? I have to start off the show with giving flowers to the Miami Dolphins. They capitalized on our silly turnovers. They certainly did. The big overthrow from Josh to John Brown, where he had no business throwing that one. I don't think he should have threw that one. I think he was just like, ah, screw it. I'm going for it. Throws an interception to Xavier Howard. And Xavier Howard was getting was getting torched early in the game by Stephon Diggs. 
and whoever wanted to cover it. And then they made some adjustments. But going looking at what these guys did, listen, folks, Skylar Thompson, 18 for 45, 220 yards, 40% completion percentage, a touchdown and two interceptions. Not a great game, but for a seventh-round draft pick, the second-last quarterback chosen in the draft behind Mr. Irrelevant, in front of Mr. Irrelevant, that's doing pretty well, you got to give him some credit, man. You went up against a pretty good pass rush, and you had some moments where you looked like a bum, but then there were moments where you looked like a good quarterback and you marched the ball and you got your team where they needed to go. Got to give him credit for that. Not a fantastic game, but he kept his team in the game. Most people, have writ- they wrote off this team. They wrote off the team merely because they had Skyler playing at the quarterback position. But he kept them in the game by making, capitalizing on our mistakes. And I got to make very clear, capitalizing on Bill's mistakes. Because we made a lot of mistakes. We made some mistakes, but they capitalized it. Capitalized on it. I mean, we shut down the run. They couldn't run the football. 42 yards rushing on 20 20 carries, only allowing 2.1. We stifled them on the run. We just happened to just let big plays happen. And we know where our our weakness is. Our weakness is in the defensive backfield. And we allowed these guys to stick around. But it was merely our mistakes. But here's the credit I'm going to give the Miami Dolphins. They came out with a good game plan. And the game plan was to not allow Josh Allen to break the pocket. Not Not allow him to break contain. They did a very good job on not allowing him to break contain. They said, if you are the guy that the league sees you as, and as a one of the guys to get the MVP, et cetera, et cetera, you're going to beat us without using your legs to get outside. So everything that's going to come your way is going to be within the tackles. And he did it. 350 yards passing. Oh, he certainly did it. The problem is, along with those 350 yards passing, there was a couple of interceptions in there. One you could say was on the money. One you could say he had my man wide, like open, and that was Beasley, but it bounced off of Beasley. One you could say, you know what I'm saying, was it an overthrow? Could he have kind of dialed it back? Could he have chosen another route? It doesn't matter. The point is there was an interception. But for the most part, Allen kept us going. He had some moments, but we live and die with Allen. But give Miami credit. They fought tooth and nail right to the end. And what hurts more for Dolphins fans is that they thought they had a chance, in which they did. But you don't have closers. That's the problem. And the closer was on the Bills. The Bills closed it out. Give a big shout-out to Kyir Elam close that interception gave us all the momentum in the world that was the game that was the game changing moment in the game the game changing moment was the Kyir Elam interception because we turned right around and scored Kyir Elam of all names to name he is the one that came up with a nice interception 
and then we capitalized. That gave the offense juice. That gave Josh Allen juice. That gave Ken Dorsey juice. It gave everybody juice to put this game away. The rookies stepped up today. Kyer Elam makes the interception. On a big third and 10, Khalil Shakir climbs the ladder to bring one down. Kudos to the Buffalo Bills. And by the way, shout out to each and every one of you guys tuned in right now. This is the Buffalo Fanatics. My name is Rico. This is the Rico Report. I got great news. We just hit 25,000 subscribers, and I thank y'all. I thank you guys very much. So we've worked really, really hard. I'm not, we've worked hard. You're seeing the promos, the constant posting, the the live shows, the Twitter engagement, Facebook engagement. Like this didn't come overnight, and we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you guys very much. And this team, this Buffalo Fanatics team from podcast podcasters all the way down to video editing to our writers to content creators we've all we've all put the work in to earn this so we thank you for that but my goodness what a game what a game my heart this whole game was like this i cussed i laughed i mean i was damn near like all right this game is it's a wrap we're doing what we're supposed to do to holy crap we're gonna lose this game I'm about to retire. Like, there was a whole lot of emotions that came through my mind. But at this point, I can sit here and tell you, whoo, I can breathe a little more. Richard Pierce, super chat from my guy, Richard Pierce. At some point, he says, we need to start having talks about Frazier and these third and longs and multiple years of this. That is not on Frazier. That is on execution from the players. Frazier ain't out here missing tackles. Third and 19, gain. Third and 15, gain. Sorry, folks. That's on the players not executing. Matt Milano has a guy dead to rights. Misses a tackle. Am I surprised? No, because Matt Milano gives you one horrifically missed tackle a game. I'm, I'm good for it. As long as he gives it to us early, I'm happy about that. My goodness. My goodness, what a game. Did you, I got to ask, I have to ask the chat this. Did you guys enjoy this game? (laughs) Did you enjoy this game? Did it make you have all the fuzzies inside? Were you thrilled? Were you like, thank goodness we're out of this game. I just need to get out. This was one, this for a regular afternoon game. This, this game lasted four hours. It was a four hour game for crying out loud. How the hell did that game get so damn long? Wow. Either way, who, what a game. Shout out to my man, Jeff King. Comes in with a comment and says, hey, just jumping on, brother, have always respected and appreciated you for your honesty. However, we have problems. I'm hoping we are, (laughs) I'm hoping we are on common ground with that. Listen, like I said earlier in the show, Jeff, I could come on here and poo-poo on this team. I could, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to look, to the positive oh don't get me wrong i'm gonna get on what we need to work on because next round will not be like this but then there's also there's also some bright things to look at in terms of what we did today and what we will not do next week hopefully it's not a trend but i appreciate you because we are on the same t- trust me 
we are on the same page, people. Because there are some moments in this game where you're like, fam, what was that? What are we doing? What's going on? This is not us. What the hell are we doing? Why are the Dolphins in this game? It's 17, wait a minute now, 17-3, 17-17, going into halftime, 20 to 7. What the, trust me, I went through the same emotions as you. And then we fumble, and now they're up 24-20. Now you're like, okay, O-fucking-K, enough. All right, let's get it together. And I can tell you right now, when you look on the sideline, I did not see anybody in a look of, like, despair. Oh, crap. We're going to lose it. I did not see that on the sideline. And they pan to the sideline often. So I knew it was a matter of, man, let's get this thing going so we can kind of close this thing out. And at the end of the day, that's exactly what ended up happening. John Kaiser, Dorsey's situational awareness is doo-doo. We'll get into that as well. Right? We'll get into that as well. But let me just close off. Uh, with the Miami Dolphins before I get to the Super Chat. Kudos to Miami, man. They fought with a seventh-round draft pick quarterback. Um, you know what I'm saying? And and their backs against the wall. They did what they needed to do, and they pushed us right to the end. Right to the end, they pushed us. But we can also flip that around and say that's a learning opportunity for the Bills. A learning opportunity for the Bills. People talking about, oh, this is just a bye week for the Bills. We're just going to walk through it. Boy, what, that's a heck of a bye week if you want to call that a bye week. That is a heck of a bye week if we're going to call that a bye week. But that's neither here nor there. Kudos to the Dolphins. Have a great offseason. You guys have some things to work on. I don't know what your quarterback situation is going to be. I don't know what your O-line situation is going to be. I don't even know what your freaking coaching situation is going to be. I hope your guy doesn't go and ruin things by, A, making a rash decision, or B, bringing on something or someone that shouldn't be on your squad. Either or, the Dolphins have a great offseason. Hit the couch. I mean, we'll catch you later. You know what I'm saying? We'll catch you on the flip side. Have a good flight back to Miami. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the nitty-gritty of these bills. First and foremost, big win. Big freaking win. We needed every bit of that. We needed every every inch of those yardage. We needed every 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 football bounce. We needed that so we could stay in this game, and we got it. And 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 it just happened to be you know what I'm saying off the back of the defense that stepped up and gave us a shot. They made some crucial stops down the way, and that's how we were able to stay in this game. I know we poo poo on the defense sometimes for allowing. I mean, all these sometimes a lot of yardage. Sometimes on the defensive backfield, we let a lot of big plays, but it's a bend but not break defense. No different than the Kansas City Chiefs. Bend but not break. And that's exactly what happened. I got to give a shout out to my man, John, the mortgage specialist. What's up, John? John comes in and says, hey, why does Diggs disappear so often after being on fire early on? How much of that is on Josh or is it on Dorsey? I can guarantee you it ain't on Diggs. I can guarantee you that. And they started to bracket Diggs in a second, take, take him away. But that's on Josh to say, damn all that, let me find my guy. But you know what? We're, in a, we're in, a, in a fortunate position that we can go to other players to step up. Because there's going to be moments that Josh Allen cannot and will not force the football to Stephon Diggs just to get him the ball. That's why it was so important for us to get in and out early 
with Diggs and get the ball rolling. And that's exactly what we did. Diggs finished the game with nine targets and seven carries for over 100 yards and a touchdown. So he did his job, right? And we got the ball rolling. And then now other guys have to step up. And we'll get into, we'll get into all that. But is it a Diggs situation? Heck no. Is it a, is it a, a, a Dorsey slash Allen situation? More so on Allen? Yes, because you're the quarterback. You're the one making the decisions. You got to make your reads. That's what it comes down to. But I understand exactly what you're saying, man. You, you're, you, there's a sense of frustration, but I ain't worried. Not one bit. Uh, shout out to Alex. Alex comes in and says, yo, it takes a village. My goodness, what a game. It is what a game. It can't be a blowout. Folks, we haven't had a blowout. I think we need to stop expecting a blowout. And if they do come out with a blowout, bonus. That's the icing on top. We are not a blowout team anymore. And we certainly will not be playing teams that we are going to blow out. That is back in the regular season. That was, that was back in the first six to eight weeks. We are not that team anymore. We are a gutted out, find ways to win. And if we have to win by three, we'll win by three. If we have to win by seven, we'll win by seven. All that matters is we come out with a dub. And that's exactly what happened. Because what have we always been scrutinized for? Whenever they're up, they can kill the team. But whenever it's a close score game, they lose. Well, you can't use that narrative anymore because we've been winning the close games. Are they sexy? No. Do we do some things at the end that are effective in order for us, for us to get the win? Absolutely. And that's what we did. But some people might not like this game. They want all the glitz and glam and the scoring and all that stuff and our defense to just hold it down. It's not always going to be this way. Now, like I said, I'm going to get in my, into my bag of what I liked and what I didn't like. I'm not going to wait till Tuesday and tell you the good, the bad, the ugly. You know what I'm saying? I, there's things I need to, like I said, this is therapy for me too. I need to get things off my chest. But right now, I'm choosing the positive side before I really start to go in. By the way, we got 583 people watching right now. Let's get this thing up to 716 people and above. 716 people, 716. Shout out to Buffalo. Let's make this thing happen. My man Kevin says, I did not enjoy it. No. Uh, my wife called Kevin during the game, and I said, leave that man alone, please. Leave him alone, because he went into this game knowing that this was going to be a loss to the, to the Dolphins. He knew it, but he did not anticipate that the Dolphins would keep it this close, which, which indeed made him have to care and potentially think that they got this game. And I'm sure of it, because if I'm a Dolphins fan, I'm like, holy fuck, we might pull this off with Skylar Thompson. But there's a lot of time left in this game, and that's what I was thinking. Man, there sure is a lot of time left in this game. Nonetheless, none the, nonetheless, it was not fun for a Dolphins fan to watch this game because the inevitable happened, which was the collapse. You know what I'm saying? A play was going to happen that they, out, they did not make. Their time management was not great. Delay of game, which got stuffed. I don't care what anybody tells me. Stefan Diggs caught that ball on the sideline. I don't want to hear it. Don't, don't even come my way. He caught that ball on the sideline. Tip, toe, and he caught it against his body, and they, they're not going to take that? And they didn't even bother looking at the review? Come on now. I'd rather you look at the review and tell me that it wasn't a catch than just let everybody assume that it wasn't a catch. Because these days, does anybody know what the catch is? 
Exactly. I don't think Allen had a good day. Our secondary is overrated. Swiss cheese, third string QB, 30 plus points. Well, here's the deal. If I'm going to leave that up for a second, because you, you say you don't think Allen had a good day. 23 for 39, 58% completion percentage, 352 yards passing, nine yards a pop. He had three touchdown passes and a 93.1 rating. You don't think he had a good game. Was it flawless? Like when he went up against the, the Patriots last year? No. You're playing a divisional foe. You're playing a divisional opponent. They will make adjustments. They've been losing to us the last three years. They are now nine. We're, we're nine wins to their two when we face the Miami Dolphins. They're sick of losing to us. So they're going to find a way to try to slow us down. And they, they almost did today. They did not let Josh Allen cross that line. Now you want to talk about, well, third string QB, 30 points. Let's talk about those 30 points. Nine of those came from the field goal. Then one of them came from a defensive stop. Don't let, let's, 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 not, let's not stop there. You know what I'm saying? So there's your 15 points right there. There's 15 points. And then he had a really good throw. And I, I can't even front a really nice throw to, uh, who was it? Was it Tyreek? Was it Gisecki? I think it was Gisecki. Nice throw to Gisecki. You got to give it to him. But we gave him the opportunity to go into the red zone and do that. That's on us. That's on us. Interception turns into a big game to come back into our zone. That is on us. It wasn't that, it wasn't as if, you know what I'm saying, he came in and really, really did anything. We gave him opportunities. This guy had over 70 plays. So he had his opportunities. So you're going to, you're an NFL quarterback. You're going to make some throws. You're going to make some throws. But I'm not going to sit here and say Allen had a bad game and we let a third three quarterback put 30 points. Eh, let's, let's really look at the 30 points that they put on. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. My man James says, yo, a win is a win. We went up three scores and, and took a snooze. I'm starting to like close games. <laughs> yo, I am not liking those close games, but I get what you're saying. Because let, let's, let's keep it real. We're the better team. Period. Did we play like it? At the beginning, we absolutely did. Second quarter, we absolutely fell asleep in the second quarter. Second quarter was absolute hurt. That's where they got, that's where they did their damage. Their damage was done in the second quarter. They scored 17 points in the, th in the second quarter. That's where they did their damage. And then we came back and did what we were supposed to do in the third. And then obviously we closed it out in the, in the fourth. And they scored a touchdown in the fourth uh, to, you know what I mean, to make this a close one. But we closed it out at the end of the day. Made some defensive stops. Chandler says, yo, can you imagine how the players feel with how much they've gone through? This was a big win. This is a sigh of relief. And here's the thing. I'm, I'm done with the whole ironic things that happen because I think it's cheesy and corny because it's just be, it's been beat to heck. You know what I'm saying? It's been three years and three months since we did this for DeMar Hamlin. And, and this is no disrespect to DeMar Hamlin whatsoever. But it's been beat to heck because now it was, well, we won by three today. Isn't it ironic? You got me sounding like Atlantis Morissette. We won by three today, right? Isn't that crazy? It was destiny. It was fate. Whatever you want to call it, a dub is a dub. A dub is a dub. Shout out to my man, Cody Benz. What's up, Cody? He says, yo, happy that we aren't going into Bengals uh, game coming off an easy 60 to 13 win. We are ready, baby. So, and that's, that's where I'm going to come in. That's my angle that I'm going to come in on. All right? Because there are a few things that stand out. 
Hold on, I got to give a shout out to my man, Mikey. Mikey says, yo, Rico, why does this team always have to give us a heart attack? It's just what it is, fam. It's just what it is. It's, it's healthy for the heart. You know what I mean? To get the heart, get the, get the blood flowing to the heart, right? Like, what the F? But, like, for real, sure, our, our, our offense didn't play well for sure, and the defense kept us in the game. But to me, Ken D is the biggest issue. I'm not, not ready to say Ken D is the issue. Execution was the issue. Let's, let's, keep it, let's keep it a buck. Execution was the issue. There were a lot of things that were right there for us, and we just didn't make the right play. That's all what it comes down to. True Guns, thank you for that super chat. Says, yo, it doesn't matter whether you win by an inch or a mile. Winning is winning. That's it. Vin Diesel said that. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna drop it for, for Vin Diesel on that because that's what it comes down to. Scott Blakely, a lot of respect for the Dolphins, however. I gotta, you got to give the Dolphins respect. That's facts. As much as they're a divisional foe and we hate the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Patriots, you got to give them you got to give them credit because they fought harder than the Patriots did. They certainly fought harder than the Patriots did, but we, we certainly don't have, you know what I'm saying, the same players we had when we played the Patriots, when we played the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? We had a Micah Hyde. We had all our, our guys pretty healthy. Could you imagine if we had a, a healthy team right now? This is a different ballgame. But we got to do what we got to do. We got to do what we got to do. Brian Bauer says, yo, Diggs disappearing on Dorsey 100%. No, he's not. No, he's not disappearing. That's if you it, that's on that's on Dorsey to move digs around, right, and get him the football. But that's also that's also on Josh Allen on reading and taking what the defense gives him. At one point, he had a hard time taking what the defense gave him because he just kept on going for deep shots. Like we had one series where he goes back to back deep passes. I hated that series. I hated it. He went back to back to Gabe Davis, and on third and ten. He decides to not see what he likes and then run up the middle. That's, what, that's exactly what they wanted you to do. Run up the middle so we can collapse your ass and we get you. Get hit on Josh Allen. The place that you're going to get a hit on Josh Allen is if you funnel him up the middle. Take a, try your best to take away what he's got, especially Stephon Diggs, and funnel his ass there. That's neither here nor there, though. Because if you think about it, there are some plays that we made that would have shifted this game completely. But it didn't fall our way. By the way, the BH merch, the, the, the BF merch store took my money and never sent my hoodie. What? Did you hit customer service? Because I don't, we don't work for the third party system. You got to hit up customer service. If you do that, I guarantee you'll get some answers. But I read that for you on purpose. I would have just ignored it. But I'm not customer service. I'm sorry. You feel me? But try to hit them up. See what they say. Now, here's the deal. I want to talk a little bit more on, on, on this team, where we're going, where, where we faltered, and then we'll get into, you're saying, uh, the numbers. Because I like looking at the numbers and what we did, because it gives a, bit, a little bit of context on how we looked. Eric Schmidt, what up, Schmidt? Schmidt comes in and says, hey, Allen be like deep ball kill shot, 70% of plays. This game was sloppy. Will not beat any team of the remaining teams playing like this, this way. Knox and Shakir need more targets and intermediate depth. I don't disagree. I think this was, and I'm going to get into that because I'm not ignoring you, Schmitty, because part of what I'm going to get into is the play calls, is who we have next week, is what we had to endure this game and what we had to kind of like brush off or try or tune up, if you will. A lot of, this, a lot of these things that happened this game, to me, was a good thing. 
Um, and, uh, and, I, and I'll get into that, right? I'll get into that and I promise you, um, I'll try to make sense of it <laughs> as, I, as I go and handle this, right? Um, Alton Venezuela comes in and says, yo, we're definitely winning the close games this season, but we can't do this against Cincy. Listen, man, Cincy is about to go and play the Baltimore Ravens tonight. Who knows what's going to happen? They're going up against Tyler Huntley or Brown. I'm not sure who's going to be playing, but that defense of the Ravens is a very good defense. So who knows how that's going to play? This is the third matchup between these two, and very recently they played each other. Who knows that's going to play out? Maybe the Ravens, maybe the Ravens are the ones that get upset. Um, excuse me, maybe the Bengals are the ones that get upset by the Ravens, and the Bengals get sent home. Who knows? We don't know. That's why you play to win the game as best you can, because the, the freaking Chargers were up 27 to nothing, and they lost the game 31-30. This is the NFL, people. This is the NFL. If that don't tell you something, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. My man Rev says, yo, crazy stat. Here's what I'm talking about. This is that cringeworthy stuff. And I'm not calling my man Rev cringeworthy, but I'm getting to that point. You know what I'm saying? Crazy stat. This was Allen's third career playoff game with 300 passing yards and three TDs. Number three. You catch what I'm saying, people? It's getting to the point where everybody's just kind of, you know what I mean, finding a way. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I ate three meals today. I ate three meals today, and it was fantastic. It was fantastic. I burped three times. Fate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, man. It comes to the point, like, we happy. Our guy is back. Let's roll. You know what it is. Now, <laughs> Jeff King says, yo, get, get pissed or not. <laughs> get pissed or not, BF fam. Hats off to Miami. They found that dog and stepped up. They certainly did. We all know that. Let's not let's not sit let's not sit here and and poo poo on the Dolphins. They fought, they fought the same way that we fought against the against the um, the Houston Texans. You know I mean, we fought. A lot of teams they didn't think that we were going to be in this game when we went against Jacksonville Jaguars. A lot of teams didn't think we were, they thought we were going to get blown out. They thought we were going to get blown out. You know what I'm saying? But we kept it close. That was a close game. Even Nate Peterman came in and potentially could have done something and won that game. Just saying, we kept it close. So anything can happen. Anything can happen. My man Kevin says, that was clearly not a catch. He's talking about Stefan Diggs with a no catch. I think it was a catch. And I don't care what you're talking about. That was a catch. Even Diggs acted like he didn't catch it. Uh, did he, though? <laughs> did he, though? Because I think it looked like he, he went out there thinking, this is what I do. I've been here before. Toe tap. But who knows? Who knows? Right? But it, it is what it is. Um, shout out to my guy, Cardero Linder, always showing love, no matter what, no matter when, and uh, a long time, uh, viewer, a long time friend of the show. Salute to you. You've been watching us since Facebook days, man. Salute to you. He says, goodbye dolphins and TD, <laughs> TD fins laugh my ass. Yo, let's effing go, go bills, go Georgia. Yo, Georgia put a spanking on them TCU boys, boy. I feel you, Cardero. I, I got you, and I appreciate that love, man. I really do. No doubt about it. Now, folks, my man said Rico needs glasses. <laughs> I'm good. I'm going to get into it, right? I just want to make sure that I, I, I respect the super chats that are coming in, and I'm going to get into my point. Um, accurate. Say it with your chest, Rico. Hey, listen, man. I'm just trying to keep it as real as possible. I'm trying to keep it as real as possible and not be homers with glasses on. I don't want to be a homer. I'm not. You guys already know that. Yo, Rico said Allen didn't have a bad day. He didn't. He didn't have a bad day. If you really look, he had some bad moments. 
there were some moments in that game where you're like, ooh, I wish Allen could have that back. But there's some moments that Josh did what he had to do, right? Third and what, third and 12 or something like that? Allen comes in and rushes for first down. There's not a whole lot of people that can do something like that under that pressure. That's Allen. So to tell me, like, you had a bad game, fam, he had bad moments. He had bad moments. So you're not going to tell me he had a bad game. Did I have some moments where I was frustrated? That one series I was frustrated when he went twice deep to, um, to Gabe Davis and then ran up the middle. I was like, come on, man. We just gave that away. We just got the ball back. We just got the ball back. Did he hold on to the ball a little longer than I, I wanted him to? Yes. Yes, he did. But we're going up against some good players. Bradley Chubb. I just paid this man $100 million. He's going to get on the field. Hey, Phillips on the other side. He's going to get, he's going to, they're going to, they're going to do what they got to do. They're going to get there. They're going to get there. Dan Brown says, yo, love the B-Day dubs, but golly, man, Dan, that was stressful. That was absolutely stressful. The amount of text messages I got was like, yo, how are you feeling? This is a nail biter. Are you okay over there? This is not the time to be contacting me while this game is going on. The game is still going. Wait till after the game so I can tell you, whoo, we won this game. Straight up. Johnny says, yo, when Cincy went to the Super Bowl, they were not masterpieces. No, they were not. So this is why I'm telling people, man, just chill out. Get this win and keep it moving. Because at the end of the day, if the Miami Dolphins beat us, you think they would have gave a damn that Skylar Thompson had 40% completion percentage? No, they got the dub. That's all that matters at the end of the day. That is all that matters, people. That's all I'm going to say. It's real talk. Now, let me just catch up to uh, the chat and make sure that we're good. And if I miss you guys, I apologize. Um, somebody said, yo, Ravens are playing both QBs today. Ouch. When you're playing both QBs, that means you ain't got no QB. So both of them are banged up. That's going to be rough to watch. But hey, you just never know. These guys got to prepare for two guys. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Vizal says, yo, are you trolling me for money? You misread my comment twice now. I'm saying, what are you saying? But you're mystery. Boy, I don't know what you're saying. You just... You spent, you just spent me ten five dollars to say what? I don't know what you said there. Hold on a second. <laughs> my man, my man Kevin just sent a message to my wife. He says, "Yo, if you're gonna call me to gloat, let me put some pants on first. <laughs> so I probably will call him to gloat. Well, we'll see. Tell he's a tell me so I can put some pants on. Kevin, if you're watching, if you're ready for a phone call, I'm just gonna. I need you for five minutes, and you can tell me. You can tell me. You can tell me what it is. Do you want me to call you, or do you want to come on screen? You just let me know, Kev. I may just call you, but I mean, you you may you can keep your pants off. Anyway, now that I got into the got to the chat, let me just get right to what I want to get into. All right, these bills, they they came away with the win. All right, and before I get into the stats, before I get into the team stats and all that stuff, what this looked like was a team that knew what they needed to do, and that was jump jump all over the Dolphins early. You saw it with the first, the very first play of the game. Deep shot to Stephon Diggs. I already knew what time it was the minute they went deep to Stephon Diggs. The minute they went deep to Stephon Diggs, that's when I knew, okay, so they're going to try to get on these guys early and force Skyler to beat them. Here's the problem. We did that. We were up the way we we're supposed to, 14 nothing. You know what I'm saying? We're up, okay, so we're up two scores. And I'm thinking that's what we needed to do. We needed to get up two scores so we can now force these guys to do something. And boy, did they ever. But with the help of the Buffalo Bills by turning the ball over. And those are the things that we cannot have. And that's what we did. You turn the ball over in this game, man. 
three turnovers, three turnovers. You saw what happened. Three turnovers. It could get you in big trouble. And the Jacksonville Jaguars knew that. The good thing is they got rid of, they got those turnovers out of the way in the first half. Then they adjusted and really got, they really got busy in the second half. So at the end of the day, we'll see how that plays out. We'll see how that plays out. But in this case, fam, in this case, what it comes down to is this. Get the jitters out, okay? I'd rather get the bad game that people are saying that we had, the bad game, and, the, and for me, the bad moments out of the way. Get those bad moments and bad plays and the, and the, and the, and the, and the rust or whatever you want to call it out of the way. So now when we go into the next game, depending on how everything shakes out, we're probably going to end up playing the Bengals. We're going to be on our game for the Bengals, right? You don't want us to kill the Dolphins and then go into playing the Bengals and we put a dud. You know what I'm saying? The way we've been playing these teams, we've been playing them tight. We've been playing them close. So I, don't, I didn't expect anything different in this game. I wanted a little bit more spread out. I wanted to give me a good double-digit win. That would have felt, made me feel comfortable where I'm not going, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, what it comes down to is this. If we, when, when we go into next week, depending on who we play, you want to be able to move on to this game and, and say, okay, we're out of there. We're, we're done. We, we know the mistakes we made. We can clean this up. Because we're not in the Dolphins positions where we know the mistakes we made, but we can't clean it up because we're going home. At least we have an opportunity to adjust, to fix the issues that we, do, that we had, so we can take that and what we learned into the next game. And that's, that's the positive that I can take out of that. Super chat coming in from my man, The Ref. He says, Yo, Rico, I like that we're winning these close games, but they shouldn't even be this close to begin with. We should be putting games like this away early. Well... Like I was saying earlier, man, this is the NFL. This is the NFL. There's, there's going to be games where we blow a team out for sure. And then, but this is also the playoffs. Things are different. You know what I'm saying? Things are a little different. So in this case, we were starting to be on the roll of putting this team away until we didn't. And we started turning the ball over. So those are the things that we've just got to, we got to clean up. We got to clean that up. I mean, let's, let's hold on to the football. Chandler comes in and says, hey, Getting Shakir and Beasley going. Big game Davis off the milk carton. Not pretty, but got to love us uh, going balls deep. Again, might need it later on. Like I said, sometimes these games are good to figure things out, right? So did you not, you not notice the deep ball, how often Allen was going deep? Now, was he taking what the defense gave him? Probably. Was he trying to work on some chemistry with these guys? So when it comes down to it, if we got to go shot for shot with the team, we know and we're prepared. There's a lot of factors that can play into it. Maybe this was just a, a, a blip in the moment in this, in this game where we did this. This was the game plan for this game because what we've seen on film and what we, how we've seen these guys defend us in the past. So we had to do what we had to do. Every game is going to be different, but I'd rather get out the kinks now because you never know. Watch next week, charge, excuse me, the Chiefs come out. They might lay an egg. They might play like they played against the Colts and whoever they play. You just never know. So these games are hard to come by. These games are hard to come by in the NFL, man. It's hard to win. You know it. But when you can win and, and talk about the game, knowing that you're going to play next week, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier. And I'm, I'm sure of it. There are these guys on the squad right now are sitting there like, holy crap. Like we, we almost, this game almost slipped away. 
punt return muff, right? Luckily, we jumped on that. There were some moments in this game where you're like, come on now. But there's some moments in this game where you're like, we could have put this game away way sooner, right? We would have been up 21-0 had that Dawson Knox catch not been a catch. Now, I, it looked like it wasn't a catch. But some people are like, eh, but if you look at this angle, it looked like it. But either way, wide open, a, a slightly better throw, a little higher, that's a, that's a catch, right? Khalil Shakir going up and getting it. And he bobbles it at the end, right? Wide open, big play. He doesn't get it. So there were some moments that we missed that could have blown this game out, blown this game away. But we just, we're just working on stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, and the fact that Khalil Shakir was looking pretty damn good. Now, he did, have to, he did that, that big drop. But Khalil Shakir came up and, and, and he really stepped his game up today. He really stepped his game up. I liked what I saw from Khalil. Who knows what we decide to do with Isaiah McKenzie next week. We'll see how, how that ends up playing out. So, overall, and before I get into the, the box score, overall, guys, it's not always going to be a money shot game. We haven't had those in weeks. We haven't had a blowout game in weeks. Maybe you want to use the, the Chicago Bears as a blowout game, but we gradually got there. And we were about to do the same thing here. We went up by 10. We went up by 10 and allowed, you know, Skylar Thompson to march his way down. You know what I'm saying? And then we, we made a play. Because at one point, somebody has to make a play. And the person that made a play for us today to kind of turn things around was Kyer Elam. Kyer Elam came up with a big, big play. You got to give him love. Now, I got a bone to pick. <laughs> I got a bone to pick with Joshua Allen. All right? And here it is. Josh sometimes can play the victim. Josh sometimes can be a flop artist. I've seen it. I laugh, but I've seen it where it can frustrate a lot of players and make a lot of players hate Josh Allen around the league. Josh Allen throws an interception and he's next to Christian Wilkins and Christian Wilkins gives him a shot and notices Josh is inactive. You're not about to block. So he gives him a shot. He was like, oh, you're not about to do anything. Ooh, Josh was like, no, no, no. You ain't about to shove me around. And that's a little bit of frustration there. So Josh, boom, gives him a shot, stumbles a little bit, gets back up, and now there's a shoving match. Here's what I loved and here's what I hated. Hated that Josh, out of frustration, was, was trying to, you know what I mean, man up. He's 6'5", 3'4", at 240. He could do that. He can go up against the big boys. Didn't like that. Just stay out of it, Josh. Because when you get into the melee like that, you, you know what I'm saying? You slip up and you, your, your hand gets jammed up in his helmet and now you've got a busted hand on your right hand. And now you can't throw because you were frustrated. You want to get into a little tussle with Christian Wilkins. You're lucky he didn't stick his, booty, his fingers up in your booty hole. So you need to chill out. Stay away from that man. That's number one. That's, I didn't like that too much. Number two, what I loved is Mitch Morse coming in and grabbing old boy and put him in the dirt and says, you don't touch my quarterback. And everybody came in, and I knew. And what's the coolest scene about that is while these boys were cleaning up work, Josh Allen is walking back to the huddle. My boys got this. My boys got this, right? But at the end of the day, I don't like it. Josh, you threw an interception. Cool, stay out of it. Look what happened to Teddy freaking Bridgewater. Throws a terrible interception, tries to get in there. He gets stiff-armed into hell. You know what I'm saying? And broken finger. Yo, get out of there, man. Get out of there, boy. I'm just saying. So, flop artist, he's been hanging out with LeBron. I don't know what's going on. Josh, stay out of that. You make a bad play, it's cool. Get out of there because these boys are looking for you to do something so they can get on you. Don't make a move. Just stay put. You know what I'm saying? Unless you need to make a stop on this, then I get it. 
but I also love the boys came through. Deion Dawkins came through. Spencer Brown came through. You know, say Mitch Morris came through. These boys are ready. You don't touch my quarterback. Love that part. I'm a fan of that. Now, my man Davis says, yo, Dolphins, Dolphins can talk all they want from Miami. Yeah, they can. I mean, they're not going to. There's not a whole lot to talk about. All the, the really, the only thing they can talk about is we could have, should have, you know what I mean? All that stuff. But at the end of the day, you know what, you know what really matters? This. This is what really matters. Big dubs. It's a big win. Because beating a team, you know what I'm saying, once already is already tough. You got to face them again. You know what I'm saying? That's two straight times that we beat the Miami Dolphins. They got us in the early season. We got them back. And now you got to play them again. It's tough to play a team three times. That's why the Ravens playing the Bengals, it's not going to be as easy as you guys think. Now, maybe they blow these Ravens out. Maybe the Bengals blow them out. Or the Ravens come in and stifle these guys. Maybe Joe Burrow becomes Joe Burrow that throws picks and takes sacks. You just never know in this game. You just never know. Dolphins came to play, but we, were, we just made more plays at the end of the day. Now, Dolphins. Skylar Thompson, 40% completion percentage, threw for 220 yards, took four sacks today. Shout out to the defense. Um, and uh, 44.7. All right. Jeff Wilson, the lead back today, 23 yards rushing, and he had a rushing touchdown on a one-yard line. No big deal. We knew what the deal was. Okay. Uh, and, well, so shout out to my, my man Andrew. Andrew says, uh, after that interception, Miami got under the Bills' skin. They kind of did because they had momentum. It was momentum. It's like when something like that happens, you're like, okay, we can play with you suckers, man. Let's go. And that gives you juice. No different than when we intercepted the Miami Dolphins. It gave us us juice. And then we went up by 10 because we were putting, we were putting things together. So that, that's what momentum will do to you. Momentum is a bitch. And the fact that we were home gave us extra juice, right? Tyreek Hill was our leading receiver, seven receptions for 69 yards. We kept him to under 70 yards receiving. Um, and uh, J- Jalen Waddle had one big play of 25 yards, huge drop, two, two big drops he had. Uh, he went three receptions for 44 yards, all right? Jeremy Smith had a 120-yarder, but that's about it. They didn't really do much, right? Defense side of the ball. Give the Miami Dolphins credit. They sacked us seven freaking times. Remember what I talked about? Things to clean up. We got to clean those up because now we're going to go against potentially Sam Hubbard and Trey Hedrickson. Good pass rushers. Uh, Reed, they have a guy, uh, DJ Reed, is it DJ Reed? I can't remember. Reed is one of the big boys in the middle. They got some big boys. They're going to push the pocket. So we got to clean that up. We definitely got to clean that up. But shout out to the Dolphins, seven sacks. Um, didn't anticipate that happening. But other, other than that, they didn't really do anything that stood out to us. Not a whole lot. Field goals, three for three, good for them. Good for them, but nothing else. They didn't really do anything. Now, let's go to the Bills side of the ball. Josh Allen, for those that are saying he had a bad game, 352 yards on that ass, nine yards of pop, three touchdowns, two interceptions. One was deflected off of Cole Beasley, and the other was, uh, was, an, over, it was an overthrow to John Brown. Going to happen. When you have a gunslinger like that, it's going to happen. The good thing is it happened early, all right? A 93.1 rating, but he took seven sacks. A lot of times, Josh was holding on the ball a little too long for my liking, which pretty much ended and resulted in a sack, seven of them. So we got to be better with that. And one was a fumble. They forced a fumble on that. There's twice now Josh fumbled. One went out of bounds when he was trying to make a play, and the, one, the other one re- resulted in a pretty much a walk-in touchdown. Well, not really, because Cedric Wilson took it in afterwards. Uh, excuse me, uh, Jeff Wilson. But... For the most part, uh, not a bad day 
for Josh at all. You mean take away a couple of those bad plays, man. He had a solid game. He had a 93.1 rating. Are there moments that he wanted back? I'm sure of it. For sure. You know what I'm saying? There's guys that were wide open that he's like, I should have took that read. But that's why we have another opportunity, another week to get better. Another week to get better. Devin Singletary. 10 carries for 48 yards. Shout out to Devin Singletary to close out the game. Once again, the Miami Dolphins defense stepped up and put us in a predicament. It was third and whatever. I think it's third and six. And Devin Singletary, second effort, moved that pile to gain the first down. There was a little bit of controversy, but at the end of the day, it ended up being that he got the first down to close out the game. Shout out to Devin Singletary, 10 carries for 48 yards. James Cook, 12 carries for 39 yards and a touchdown. I would have loved to see James Cook with a little more touches this game. Um, but, and is, here's another thing. Is Ken Dorsey anemic? to like a, a toss play, right? You don't got a toss play in there. You know what I'm saying? You don't got a stretch play in there. Like it's, it, it, it bothers me. It boggles me. You know what I'm saying? Like we can, we have the ability to run the ball. We got Aaron Cromer for a reason, right? So I'm sure we have that in the repertoire. Maybe we wait till next game. We don't want to give everything up, but golly, we have speed on this team. We have speed in the backfield. Get a toss in there, here and there, man. Let's try to work something out. I would have liked to see a little bit more of that, but Nonetheless, 26 carries today for 107 yards. Uh, once again, the team runs for over 100, 100 yards. And Josh Allen wasn't really that much a contributor. Four carries for 20 yards. Not much of a contributor. He usually gives us, what, 40 yards a game, give or take? So he wasn't that much of a contributor. We let the, we let the running backs do their job. Receiving end. Stephon Diggs, seven receptions, 114 yards, 16.3 yards a pop. He had a big, huge 52-yard gain. Um, Wonderful. That was, that was amazing. Nine targets, caught seven of them. Gabriel Davis decided to show up. Thank you very much, Gabe Davis. And I need you for the whole playoffs. We need that. Six receptions, 113 yards, 18.8 yards a pop. He had a 33-yard gain. One touchdown for Gabe, and that was a beautiful toe tap on the sideline. Big play by Josh Allen to Gabriel Davis off of nine targets. Both of your one and two receivers are at nine targets apiece. Love it. Khalil Shakir came with five targets along with Cole Beasley. Three receptions for 51 yards for my man Khalil Shakir and Cole Beasley, two for 35, 17.5. He had a nice 29-yard gain, beautiful route. It was just a little a drag route to a stop stutter because he has the, the option right to go back outside or continue, and it completely froze the defender. Froze the defender in their tracks, and there goes Cole Beasley for 29 yards, and he had a touchdown reception kudos to the play calling from Ken Dorsey to get my man Cole Beasley out. Great play. Two guys, two receivers blocking. My man runs right into the end zone. Gotta love it. Cole Beasley, two receptions for 35 yards and a touchdown off of five targets. Dawson Knox. What a catch and what a pitching catch Dawson Knox and Josh Allen. That's chemistry. I don't know what to tell you guys, but that is chemistry. You throw that football where Josh, Josh throws a football only where Dawson Knox can get it, and he brings it in with one hand. Give love to that, that connection. That connection is something else. Quentin Morris, a nice 12-yard reception. Naeem Hines with a nice, a nice reception today. That was great. Gave us a great field position. And uh, obviously, John Brown went for that deep route. We didn't get him, but it's going to connect. It's connected before. It'll connect again. I, I promise you that. Josh Allen. Three fumbles today. Had the one lost, and the other ones here, they recovered. 
All right. Uh, we got to do better. We'll do better. We had that muff punt by Naeem Hines. We will clean that up. We'll do better. It is what it is. Right. What are you going to do about that? Uh, got a, a comment coming in from uh, Tony. Oh, I just missed it. I apologize, Tony. I had you, but then it, it went away. Uh, but oh, Tony Clifton, that's it. Tony Clifton says, yo, how about a, a shout out for Beasley getting that first playoff TD, man? Yo, you know it, man. I just gave him that shout out, man. He deserves every bit of it. Deserves every bit of it. I see you. I see you. I see you, man. I see you. Um, and here's the thing, too. And here's the thing. There were some moments in this game where I'm, I'm looking at a lot of these players and I'm looking at the scheme. I'm looking at a whole bunch of stuff. And one thing that is for sure is Gabe Davis off the milk carton. He absolutely is definitely off the milk carton. He came in and put his head down, put his head down, went to work. They missed him on that one play where he I mean, actually, they called it a reception, got right underneath that football. And it was perfect, man. Uh, Gabe Davis, he came through today. He definitely came through today. Now defense, let's go give some love to the defense. Let's give some love because they deserve it. Because the defense had some moments where they, they looked like they were faltering and then they came in and stepped up, right? First things first, Trey White. Trey White, and we know Trey White is not 1,000%. He's out there. He's gaining confidence. He's gaining his abilities to do the things that he's, he's we're accustomed to him doing. But he did have a solid game. It's good to have our guy back somewhat. He's going to get there. Set him a link? Okay. Um, we're going we're gonna to get there. It's just, it's, it's, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time for Trey White. But his veteran ability, his ability to be where he's supposed to be and make plays is, is dope. We need that, right? Matt Milano, always great, always sensational. He has his occasions of missing tackles, but at the end of the day, he makes plays. What a crucial play he made on Skylar Thompson when Skylar's knee just came down on a sack. That was huge. That was massive. Great play by Matt, uh, Matt Milano. He had two sacks today, eight solo tackles, tackle for loss. Boy was playing like an all-pro today. He had three QB hits. He was on it. You got to give him mad love. Teron Johnson, solid as always. Always solid. Always does what he's supposed to do. You got to give him love, man. This is, a, this is a blessing in disguise. Captain Tripp says this game was a blessing in disguise, and I know exactly what he means by that because we got rid of some mistakes. So now we can... Those are the mistakes we've made. We can play almost flawless football going forward. And if we if it happens to be flawless like we did against the Patriots, chef's kiss, we'll take that all day, right? Boogie Basham had one sack today. Loved it. Matt Milano with two sacks. And uh, I think the third sack came from Ed Oliver. Quiet day for Ed Oliver, but he came in and made some things happen today. So Basham, Dean Marlowe with the interception. Sneaky, sneaky man with the interception. Jordan Poirier, solid game. You know what I mean? No big, huge plays over top. Um, he had a moment in, in the end zone where he was, I think it was Gasecki that caught that football. I wasn't Gasecki. Was it Gasecki or is it Tyree Kill on the two-point conversion? Um, ah, he was there, but then he wasn't. So uh, we'll clean, like I said, we're going to clean those things up. But for the most part, defensive front, well done. You guys held it down. We did not let big plays happen in the run game. We did not let that happen. Because that's one thing they tried to do was establish a run, but they just couldn't establish a run because we took that away. We forced Kyler, Skyler, excuse me, to make plays. He made some plays. I mean, he had over 60 plays. He had to make some plays. He made some plays, but things happened. But you know what? 
a special shout out. A special shout out to Kyer freaking Elam. Kyer freaking Elam. He came through. Kyer Elam came through and did what he was supposed to do. We drafted Kyer Elam for this reason. And the reason was to man up with these speedsters, to get physical with the bigger receivers. The guy has all the physical tools. The guy has all the physical tools to make things happen. And it was nice to see that be on display today. Played it well. He made one great, he made a great interception, perfect position. Looked like it was like a, a nice cover two sat. He just sat under underneath it. It was like, maybe it was like a, a, two, a two man. He sat underneath it and had the safety over top and, and picked that off. Bad play, bad play by, by Skyler. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? We capitalized on that. And then near the end of the game, it was third and, and it was a fourth, fourth and five. And uh, Kyrie Elam makes a great pass breakup on, I think it was German Smith. I don't know who it was. Great stretch. All his six foot one, six foot two length stretches all the way out to get and disrupt that play. In, in the midst of that, gets a cramp. I'm thinking, oh, shit, what happened? Just gets a cramp. But great big play by Kyrie Elam. That is a huge confidence boost. As a DB, your confidence can be broken rather quickly. Or you can gain confidence rather quickly. And that confidence can stay with you for a long time. Because now you bring that type of confidence into the next game. It only makes his defense better. So Trey White alongside with Elam. Maybe Christian Benford comes in the next game. And we're back on it. Folks. So this was huge. This was huge. So Kyrie Elam. I got to give a big shout out to Kyrie Elam. You did what needed to be done. And you got plays in. Dane Jackson goes down. You step up and you did it. You probably earned yourself a start for next week based on how you played today. We'll see how that plays out, but kudos to you. Kudos to you. Naeem Hines, obviously solid. Uh, other than the month punt, he had a solid day in, the, in kick returns today, 28 yards of carry. And then he had the three punt returns for 17, 17 yards at 5.7 with the month punt. Can't have that. We got to be better. We got to be better. Tyler Bass, obviously two for two. And uh, Sam Martin, Five punts, and uh, he's starting to get work. <laughs> I mean, we're so used to not letting Sam punt. Now, lately, he's been starting to get work. So shout out to the whole special team. Shout out to the whole squad. Now, those are your individual stats, and you, you kind of have an idea how that plays out. I didn't like that Stefan Diggs was early, often uh, in the game plan early, and then we kind of moved away from him. To me, that's on Ken Dorsey to get him back involved so we can get Josh with the ball, with getting – getting the flow of it because once you start you started seeing the ball go to Stefan Diggs it was it was Josh could do whatever he wanted to until they made some adjustment it took that away then it kind of you know I mean you have to make your reads okay Josh, Josh can't go to Stefan Diggs now he's got to go somewhere else so people stepped up but it was also nice to see that other guys stepped up it didn't have to be Stefan Diggs but I'd like to see Stefan Diggs more involved late in the games because at the end of the day that's what's going to have to happen when you want a big play to happen you got to go to your number one guy. You cannot be afraid. You cannot be afraid. And I'm not saying that he's afraid, but you know what I mean? You can't have any trepidations on going to your number one receiver. You just can't. Uh, Space Oddity says it was a bad day for McDermott. Yo, McDermott had some crucial plays today where you're like, yo, fam. Like, first and foremost, the catch on the sideline, that was not a catch on the sideline, right? Hold on. I got to send a link to my guy, Kevin, as I do this. So uh, forgive me while I... While I multitask as I talk. So here's the deal. 
McDermott had some moments in this game where you're like, come on, man. Catch on the sideline. I think at the time, there was like seven seconds left. Seven seconds left where maybe you can get another play in at the end zone. And if you don't get it, you can settle for a field goal. So he burns a timeout that we needed. He burns a timeout that we needed, that we could have got a, sec- a second play in there to see if these guys will look at the board and see if you could reverse it. He kept on saying, look at the score. Look at the, look at the video. Look at the video. They weren't interested. They were like, yo, we made, we made our mind up. We're not going back to look at what you, what you want to do. We're not going to do that. We're done with that. And my man burnt a timeout. Then he burns another timeout. And I don't fault him for this. Although we made a stop on the play, Terrain Edmonds chases the running back out on Wilson and makes a stop. Yo, third, it's fourth down, get off the field. Here comes, you know what I'm saying? Here comes McDermott with calling for a timeout. And we burn a timeout. And then we made that stop. You know what I'm saying? So there were some moments that my man had some, some, some crucial moments where like, come on, fam, you didn't, you didn't need to burn that. But he did, right? But you know what? That's the, that's the nature of being a head coach. There's going to be some, some moments where not your best moment. And there are going to be some other moments where, you know what I mean? So you, you did your very best to try to make, put your team in the best position. And the one time that he did have to burn a timeout, the defense wasn't ready. They literally weren't ready, right? Guys were still kind of confused and like, okay, are you over here? And he's like, no, I don't like that. Timeout, timeout, timeout. You understand moments like that. You do. But I mean, for the most part, McDermott's been pretty good lately when it comes to time management. Lately, he's been pretty good. So you got you to give him some credit in that regard. Um, my man Chandler comes in and says, yo, more important defender, Von Miller or Edmonds? Well, it's tough, it's tough to, to answer that question because right now, when they're both on the field, they're both great because there was a play. I don't know if you guys remember this. And this is, this is, this is um, because of the length of Tremaine Edmonds, if you guys remember it, it was a, the Skyler made a great pass. It was on the money. Skyler throws a pass over the middle. Six foot five frame of Tremaine Edmonds with his arms up is probably eight feet, right? And jumping. So Skyler had to get that ball over top of Tremaine Edmonds. Had Tremaine Edmonds not been there to not give great visibility to Gasecki. That's a, that's a first down and some. But Tremaine came up big there. And Tremaine, him being there to kind of almost kind of dis- distract Gusecki, that ball went right through Gusecki's arms. Now, is it a, a concentration issue? Is it because of Tremaine Edison? It's a, it's a tip drill, like almost. It went through. And that's huge on guys like Tremaine, side down the sideline, do what he's got to do. He absolutely annihilated. I don't know who the hell he hit. He absolutely annihilated somebody on the sideline. Ahmed, Salvin Ahmed. He absolutely put, he beat the brakes off Salvin Ahmed on that, on that hit. Loved it. You know what I'm saying? And legal, legal. That was a big hit. You don't get to see that a lot in the NFL. That was big to see. But a guy like Von Miller doesn't allow Skyler to do what he did today. Skyler would have been on his back way more times. If not on his back, he would have been running for his life. I feel that we gave Skyler a lot of time. Although we got to him, Skyler did have some time to make plays and throw. So 
Those games, we brought in Von Miller for that reason, to close out these games. The fact that we don't have them, is it a big blow? Yes, of course it is. But this is your opportunity for guys like Groot, Boogie Basham, you know what I mean, Epinesa, to step up and do what they're supposed to do. But yeah, we're going to miss, we are going to miss Von Miller. But you know what I mean? We got we, we to gotta move on and move forward and try to make things happen, man. Um, so uh, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring on my man, uh, Kev. Kev, just give me a thumbs up. You're ready to go, bro. Yes, sir. All right. So I'm going to bring my man Kevin on and, uh, and we're going to talk about it. Kev, I got 15, 15 minutes with you. And then, uh, cause I gotta, I gotta go to bed for, uh, for night shift. You know how that goes. So, uh, let me bring on my man Kev and we're going to get a true perspective on how he felt about this game. And if the hope was there that maybe he was able, his team was able to pull it off. Kevin, good day. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Are you, are you doing okay over there? Yeah. You're not like pissed off? No, man. We had a third string quarterback. Everyone was out. I expected to get crushed. I know. I predicted 38 to 6. So I I was laughing with everyone, though, because I was like, hey, we've got no chance today. You know, they Mm -hmm. can't hurt me today. I'm going to be okay. (laughs) I'm not going to scream at the TV. They can't hurt me. Now they found a way. Yeah. (laughs) I was about to say, they must have found a way because. After and I'm and I'm I'm assuming when you kind of felt good and I don't know when you did it but I'm assuming when you kind of felt good was the fumble recovery when Josh fumbles in the red zone and you guys pick that thing up and you run it right down to the one yard and you're like okay and then you score you're up twenty four twenty you must have felt good in that regard like holy shit we can pull this off or were you indifferent were you like oh, I still don't trust the team. No, everyone around me was like, hey, you can win this. I was like, no, that's not how my story ends. <laughs> um, I've been here many times. But so, you get the hope, right? You get the hope. Well, uh, and see, that's the point. I'm, I'm trying to get to, like, where was it that you had the hope where you're like, I don't want to have this hope. I wanted this to be a blowout so I can just not get emotionally involved. It was after, oh, shit. What point did Hard you get to, emotionally involved? Uh, I'm trying to keep track of all of Allen's turnovers. Um <laughs> Was it the fourth one? Oh, yeah. He didn't. It wasn't technically a turnover because he got lucky because his lineman jumped on it. But the second oh, yeah. fumble, that was like, oh, it was like, oh, when the ball was bouncing, right? Yep. I mean, the lineman picked it up pretty quick. Yeah. But when they, he fumbled again and uh, the ball was bouncing in my head, because that's the only way we're going to win, right? Is if like yep. we scooped one of those up for another score or something like that. So I was like, oh, and then one of the linemen jumped on it. And I was like, oh, wow, well, that's close. It was tough. Because yeah. it would have and the thing is, Bradley Chubb made it, he made a play. Bradley Chubb made a play, came out. There's a hundred million dollars for that man. So he needed to do something. He needed to step up and he made a great yeah. play on Allen. I heard I- you talking about Von Miller right before you brought me on. Remember what Von Miller did uh, the game against Miami he played? Um, I'm exactly I'm, we played a couple of games, so. Nothing. You put him on the milk carton after the game. Oh, because but, he, was silent. Uh, he was silent that game. There was it was yeah, a game. He did nothing. Yeah. Didn't really see much of him. I get yeah. it. I get but, it. Uh, no, I mean, like I said, you guys, I thought should have steamrolled us. Like you know, it was insane. I don't know, man. I don't even know what to tell you. Like we were down four offensive tackles, a starting left. There was a guy that started today, an mm-hmm. offensive guard that started today. I don't know who he is. Don't the- know. Never heard of him. Stone I- or something. I, they put him out there. I 
I thought I knew the entire roster for the last 20 years. You don't know who this guy is. It was that bad, you know? Most it's uh, like I know, like whatever injuries, like injuries I'm just saying, like it should have been like forty-two Arm- to three. Armstead playing was huge for you guys. Yeah, he makes a big difference, even when he's like, he's clearly out there at like half speed, but like whatever, half speed's better than who whatever bums they're pulling off the street. Like they had to move our guard Rob Hunt out to play tackle this game because we didn't have enough tackles left. We had Armstead, and then he got hurt, so we signed Eric Fisher, and then yep. he got hurt, so we signed Kendall Lamb. And then he got hurt, so we put in Craig Little. <laughs> like it was, and That's then right. Robert, and then Austin Jackson played the other tackle. He got hurt, so we signed Brandon Shell. And then he got hurt, so we had to move our guard out to right tackle. Are you looking so, for a pity party? Is that what it is? We're looking for what? Are you looking for a pity party? You're telling me all these people that got hurt? Oh man, I'm just saying you guys should have crushed this. So the what? fact that we put up the effort, you know, I love. Um, you. I was I was a pretty big fan of Brian Flores, and uh, I thought that he did, you know, pretty well. He has some real issues, but I thought he did pretty well. But every time we played you guys, it was a beating, right? It was like a blowout. We won the first one, and then we lost, uh, you know, everyone after that. And there was like some 35 zeros. There was like 56 or 17 or whatever the hell it was. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I'll say about McDaniel, as much as he infuriates me by he can't get the friggin' call in fast enough and every play we're running at zero, um, other than that, like at least this year, you know, we beat you once. You guys won two games in the last second. So this you know seems big. You yeah. guys not, like what my man Dan Donnie Foster is saying. He's like Dolphins earned respect for me. They did, man. You guys were the seventh round draft pick with the injuries that you guys are facing, limping into the playoffs, backed into the playoffs, and you guys mm-hmm. pushed right to the end. Here, I want to know your your opinion on this. Um, your defensive coordinator, Josh. I think his name is Josh. Was something Boyer. Boyer. Josh Boyer. Yeah. What do you think of his game plan? To me, I thought his game plan was solid to the point where I, I saw what he was doing. You're not going to break the contain. If you're going to kill us, Allen, you got to do it in the pocket and you're going to earn it. I mean, we, we got sacked seven times for crying out loud. Yeah. You I mean, Phillips was all over it. Chubb was all over it. They just would not allow him to break pocket. Everything was in inside. How yeah. did you what was I like? Well, they adjusted in the first quarter. It was terrible. The game plan was terrible. In the first quarter, it was let's keep throwing that zero blitz that Allen has shredded for the last three years at him. Mm-hmm. Like you've got Xavier Howard running around on two two bad groins trying to cover digs with no safety help one on one an entire half of a field. There's no corner in the NFL that's going to succeed with that. You know what I mean? Like it's just so bad. I mean. The, the premise is, is you get there fast enough that, um, you know, they, they can't take advantage of it. But the Bills have seen it so often that they had that nice little Dorsey had that where he'd have Knox come running back in um, yep. into pass block and he'd pick up the guys. So it would give Allen enough time. And then if you got like the deep one, Diggs got on, um, on Howard, even like Romo was saying like, man, it's a zero blitz. You're not you, like that ball has to, you have to force That's the ball cool. out like really quick. You yep. can't give him enough time to throw a 62-air-yard ball, you know? Like, But he, he did. He adjusted in the second quarter. Um, we started using some more spies. Um, yeah, and uh, but it's that style of defense, it's, it's boom or bust, right? You're it either going to get a big sack. You're either going to get a turnover, which today Allen helped Shoot. us out in that regard. Absolutely. Or, but eventually, you know what I mean? You're going to get burned, especially with like – 
no Byron Jones, no Brandon Jones, no Nick Needham, no Trill Williams, no Mackenzie Alexander. You know, these guys, uh, I'm not trying to use the injuries as an excuse. I'm just saying that you have to be smart and you have to know that when your cornerback two through six is out of the game, don't put them all in one-on-one matchups all game because eventually someone like Diggs or someone like Knox or someone, whatever is going to, Gabe Davis had a nice game today. They're going to take advantage. You needed to play a little bit more, um, like uh, cautious, I thought. So I got to ask you this now. So uh, put on your your Bills fan hat now. Mm-hmm. Um, is this team, is this one of those teams where it's like, dude, you played like this, you're not going to survive next round? Or was it one of those situations where these are easily things that can be fixed and will, the Bills will be fine, whoever they play, and they're going to always, I mean, they're always going to be fine, obviously, because you have Josh Allen. But like, yeah. did you have a concern for this Bills team? Like, pfft. Yo, these guys are gonna get waxed next round, or is it one of those situations where this was different? This is a third matchup with a divisional foe. It's always different. Bit of bit of both. Like okay. I still think the Bills are the favorites to win it all. I think okay. you're the best team in the league, right? So I think you should win. My only concern is White is bad out there, and you got lucky. Yes, lucky. There was he there dudes were Jalen Waddle was running by him. Oh my god, he had the one early where he had like five steps on him. Now, yep. luckily, the ball was underthrown and he was able to come back and make a breakup, so that's good. You had the one where they called it like it was another bad throw, it wouldn't have been completed. But it was that fourth, remember the one where they called the timeout? Oh, yeah, yeah he yeah. had white beat again, but this, like, this oh my god. So, anyways, like, I'm sorry, my point is is you're probably going to face the Bengals next round. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing to look at. You guys miss hide back there, man, because White is, uh, I'm going to get in your face. I'm going to hold you every play, and then I'm going to have that safety help. I'm going to play aggressive. Pop. That's and right. without wide, man, hide, sorry, it's rough. It, so it, I, I would watch. But Elon played well. I'll tell you, man, it was only a sample size. But when we faced that Bengals for a little bit, it scared me. I was like, OMG, this is going to be a long game. Now, it was early, so adjustments obviously are made. But, man, was I looking at that like, holy crap. So, we have an opportunity right now if that's who we end up playing, which will most likely be the case. We've got to get better. We've got to be more alert as to how we handle those three boys because those those boys are coming. And Joe Burrow, I mean, he's a a bit of a Jekyll Hyde too, right? There's moments where he's on the money. There's moments where you're like, who the heck is this guy? So yeah, he's gonna throw four picks. He's gonna throw four touchdowns. It's 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 crazy. It's just it's just what it is. Um, last but last but not least, Kev. Um, obviously it's tough because your team is not in, and you now you're like talking off season and this that and third. I was talking <laughs> off season last week. <laughs> what what would you, what would you say? Um, what would you grade your your season this year? I know it was tumultuous. It was kind of like up and down, and a whole bunch of things going on. But if you could mm-hmm. grade your team. What would you grade the Miami Dolphins in their season? I mean, you got two goals, right? Goal one is you want to improve. Uh, you want to make the playoffs, yep. which we made the playoffs. Um, you can argue back and forth whether this team was a little bit more offensive heavy uh, when, when they have everyone and they regressed on defense as opposed to last year where the defense was better, but the offense wasn't as good. So as an overall team, you see the record, it didn't really improve. So you could argue either way, but to me, the measuring stick is the Buffalo Bills, right? And I mentioned it earlier. It's you're trying to catch the Buffalo Bills. 
So you've been being getting blown out by them for three years. And this year, what are you? You won two last second games. Well, not last second today, but you know what I mean? The last one was the last second you lost. And I know there's a lot of factors or whatever, but I'm just saying, regardless, it, we were competitive against you guys for the first sure. time in five years. That's and fact. in three games, right? We were competitive three times, not like one good game and then get a blowout. Yep. So to me, that was encouraging. Um, we have our issues. So I'm going to give him a, I'm going to give McDaniel the B. Um, I okay. think he rescued to his career. Yep. Well, injuries aside, but you know what I mean? As a player. Facts. He, he, he invigorated the offense. The defense dropped off. And we made a lot of stupid bonehead plays and injuries came back to, to kill us. But, you know, like you said, that's every team. But um, overall, well, let me put it to you this way. Yep. Did you feel this year that – how did you feel playing the Dolphins in three games this year versus when you played us last year? This year was – you guys were way more competitive. I was I, – I, listen, I'm not really on pin and needles when it comes to playing the Dolphins or whoever. But I was on pins and needles, man. Tyreek made a difference. But, like, it's not just Tyreek. The whole squad – was improved so and you guys got a new head coach which is completely different so there's a new there was a new energy uh with your miami Dolphins. so you guys played as tough every single time and i'm thinking you guys are about to just get rolled over and you guys kept it freaking close the whole damn time so it makes you wonder if Tua were playing how would this game have turned out would he have been Tua and did what does, does what he does or was it were we in a position where we're like this is a quarterback we're not too familiar with okay how do we play him so i it's one of those things that you 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 kind of run through. But for the most part, man, you guys were much improved and you guys are going to be a, a thorn in our side for years to come. Um, depending if you stay the course with Tua, we'll see where that goes. But altogether, I think you guys will well, man. I think I give you guys a good solid B minus for what you guys have overcome. Although you guys limped into the playoffs, you guys were a better yeah. team than what you guys let on. If you guys had Tua act, I mean, healthy the whole way, a much better record. Would we have still won the AFC East? probably um but for the most part you guys are pretty good man i gotta give it to you i hate to admit it but it is what it is man you guys did well so now we the bills are moving on to play whoever uh most likely the Bengals. um so we'll see how that plays out man we'll see how that plays out but listen i gotta i gotta run i appreciate you man big good game uh i know that you didn't want to get in emotionally invested but it's 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 not in our nature we play we love this game and your team, our teams both do it. They've given us hope in a game where we had no business being in, and then they falter at the end. And then you're like, same old Dolphins. But you have reason to be encouraged. You have very big reasons to be encouraged. Uh, any last words on this Bills-Miami Dolphins matchup? No, man, like I said, uh, from your perspective, just tighten up those turnovers, you know, um, and then – you're going to have to figure something out on the back end to not give up big plays because that's been your pension. That's your whole MO, right? Yeah. Nickel and dime, nickel and dime, Ben, but don't break. Yeah. Um, just be careful uh, against, you know, like a team like the Bengals. But other than that, really, maybe the Eagles in the Super Bowl, if they make it, you're not, you're in good shape because there's not too many teams that give you a combo like Miami does. That's for sure. But uh, I just wanted to leave one last stat with you. Um, the, the, uh, the Miami Dolphins have made the playoffs. Uh, obviously, um, the last time they've, excuse me, the last time they made the. Um, 2016. 2016 was the last time they played playoffs, and they have not been out of the first round uh, in a long time. Uh, and this was their yeah. fifth time 
Remember uh, the last last time was the 2016. You remember that was the one where you guys got swept by us the GAGI year. And when oh, we went to the playoff game, we didn't yeah. have remember we had our backup quarterback in that one too. It, yeah, we haven't had a we haven't nice. had a, a quarterback, a starting that's quarterback awesome. play a playoff game since 2008. Yeah, that that really does suck. But I mean it is what it is, man. But Kev, appreciate you, bro. Uh we'll Thanks, definitely buddy. have you probably back on uh to give us some perspective on the new the new matchup. So keep your phone uh by you and uh when I hit you up, you better answer. And it might be at 1 a.m. So wake your ass up. All right, buddy. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll talk soon, man. See you later. All right. That's my guy, Kev. Always love him, always appreciate it. And he always gives his honest take. There's no bullshit. He keeps it real, and, and that's why you guys love when Kevin comes on. You know what I'm saying he tells you like it is. He's not going to be too high, but he'll take his digs in there. You know what I'm saying? When he said that Allen had like 16, uh, 16 turnovers, I, I get it. Uh, he, he It wasn't a, a, a great mistake-free football game, but at the end of the day, we won. And that's what that's what matters at the end of the day, right? Uh, what's up, Randy? Randy Proke says, hey, San Fran looks strong, but Kev is right, man. Allen can't keep with the turnovers, and White is not great right now. And we know that. Those are things that we obviously know, and uh, and we'll see how that plays out. So, And I'm looking at the, these team stats, and I'm going to get into the team stats before we get out of here, right? So uh, going back to looking at what we did, and, and this is the thing, like we were clearly the better team. We let, we let this team stay around. Why we do these things to ourselves, it drives my, it drives me nuts. And I'm sure it drives you guys nuts as well. But I'm looking at this team and the Bills had 25 first downs to the Miami Dolphins 16, right? Passing first downs, we had 16 to their 12. Running first downs, eight to their three third down efficiency they were four for 16 on third downs it's pretty much right on par for what they do for per year you know what i'm saying uh, actually below that actually we were nine for 16 once again we're at the 50 percent and over mark which is phenomenal that's great that's great times right obviously we, we went for it on fourth down we didn't get it right uh fourth down efficiency for them they went one for two they had 69 total plays to our 72. Of the 69 plays they had, they put up 230 total yards. We had 423 total yards. 16 drives for the Bills, 15 drives for the Dolphins. The Dolphins were only putting up 3.3 yards a pop. 3.3 yards a pop to our almost six. We had 5.9. But yet, we only got out of it 34-31. It's just, it's crazy to me, right? We threw two interceptions. We're giving the ball away. We took away two interceptions from these guys as well. Seven sacks. We took seven sacks. We just can't. We can't have that, man. Taking seven sacks. And even then, we got to hold up, man. Spencer Brown, my gosh, man. I know people want to say, no, he's, he's already. Spencer Brown was just, just watch. Watch watch the film and, and notice how it always had to, there was no, there was never a moment where Josh could just chill. You know what I'm saying? Just chill. Because Spencer Brown had his hands full. He definitely had his hands full. I'm going to just put it that way. Uh, but for the most part, taking seven sacks, we just can't. We can't do that. That stalls drives. That puts us in unnecessary third and long, second and long. And now we've got to dig deep into the bag. we got to dig deep into the bag. And we don't want to do that, man. We want manageable third and fours. You know what I'm saying? Third and twos. Third and five potentially. But third and 13. 17 like we can't we can't have those man those 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 kill us they kill drives and it, and it kills momentum we just can't have that right uh we ran for 100 yards this year uh the, tonight 
uh, on 26 attempts, four yards a pop. In the red zone, 75%. We went three for four in the red zone. Kudos to the offense, to their two for four. They went two for four in the red zone. Seven penalties for 34 yards. The Bills were only penalized twice. So some people want to talk about the officiating. And the officiating has been shaky, to say the least. And uh, in this game, there were some moments where I'm like, ooh, that's a questionable call. Oof. All right? And when you see that we've already been penalized twice, very interesting. You know what I'm saying? To seven. And, like, with the amount of penalties that we had this game, like, what made this game prolong so long? Like, what made it so, go so damn long? You know what I mean? So, like, there, there's, some moments, there's some things we definitely got to clean up. But here's the big one, man. Three turnovers. Three turnovers. If we're going up against a team that has it, that has it, when I bet when I say that has it, that has a quarterback that can that can put points on you on a on, on a blink of an eye, a run game, receiving, a decent defense, we're not gonna we're not gonna survive. We're not gonna survive. It's rare that they do. I mean, when you have the Jacksonville Jaguars throw four interceptions in the first half, they had to make major adjustments, and that came from the quarterback. Take what the defense gives you, but get your shots in as well. But it doesn't help when the other team takes the foot off the pedal. So we can't put ourselves in that position. Those three turnovers really killed us, right? We lost that fumble. It's just not good. Two interceptions with a lost fumble. We just we got to be better. We got to be better. And last but not least, we won the we won the time of possession. I wish we were able to run the ball more so we can kind of solidify ourselves. But at the end of the day, thirty-two minutes to their twenty-seven. I'll take it. You know what I'm saying I'll take it. So let's um. Let me get back into pretty much closing remarks on this, right? And before, and I'm going to take some comments and questions coming from the chat. Um, I got one coming from Mike B. He goes, uh, Rico, while the stats show we overall led in most categories versus Miami, the game showed we were not in control. Um, where in a game like this, we should have always been leading it with breathing room. Essentially, when, when, when it's all said and done, yes, we were the better team on paper. We were the better team during the season. But these divisional games are different. I've seen teams where they were supposed to dom- they've dominated other teams, but they come in and put a dud up against a divisional foe because the divisional foe just knows their business, right? It's no different. The, the Miami Dolphins always, for some reason, played the New England Patriots very tough, no matter what. I'm saying so it's one of those situations. Now, should, are we supposed to allow this crap? No. We shouldn't. We're a too good of a team. We're too well coached to allow these things to happen. So that's where we have to clean up. It's discipline. At the end of the day, it's a lot of discipline. And it's and sometimes you just can't force things. And we know that about Josh. Josh sometimes will force things he has no business forcing. But sometimes he does take those moments and they turn out to pan out for us in a positive manner. Touchdown, first down, whatever the case is, we have that ability with it. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to is this. We've got to execute and we've got to limit the turnovers. That's what it is. It's, it's going to come. We might give a ball up, but we just can't make that a habit to get these because to give these balls up because at the end of the day, you're going to face a team that will turn it back on your ass. The amount of, t- the amount of times I saw Skyler throw the ball in the dirt when a, a more competent quarterback that's got time, that's got time in this league, vested in this league, will not make that. And they will make their throw. So we just got to, we've got to not turn that ball over. But what I like seeing, and I'm going to end this on a positive. What I like seeing is that we're, we've got grit. We know we were down at one point. We got it back together. We pushed it. 
and we were able to to come together and get this win. And that's what it comes down to. Whatever it takes, we got to get it done. Whatever it takes, we got to get it done. And I can't stress that enough. So to me, get all the, the bad negative plays out of your system. Get it out of your system and get ready for next week. We have, we have a moment to get healthy. And I'm glad that we got we, we left this game somewhat unscathed. I don't remember really big injuries. Dane Jackson was one of them. At the end, I think it was Kyrie Elam that had a, a cramp. Um, but for the most part, we did, we did well in terms of getting out there healthy. So let's get out of there. You know what I'm saying? Get back home. Uh, and when I say home, we're in Buffalo still. But, you know what I mean? Get, get out there. Get your guys to really, you know what I mean, put you, put you back in good shape and, and get ready for next week. Get ready for next week. And then we'll see how this Ravens game plays out. And we just never know how things play out, man. So we took care of our business. So take care of your own. And hopefully, in due time, players that are supposed to come back and play, let's play. It was nice to see Cole Beasley get out there. We're not quite back to, you know what I mean, Cole and Allen I mean, on the same page because it was a play that was fourth and one, that, four, that fourth down play that we missed. Same play to Cole Beasley but to the opposite side from last week. Last week, we were in the red zone, and we lost it on the fourth and one um, against the uh, the Patriots. So this was an opportunity for us to capitalize on that, but we didn't, and we missed out on that. So that chemistry between those two boys got to keep going. We signed into the active roster, so we will see him more often. We will see John Brown get deep behind some corners. So we're going to do it. We're going to have some positive plays, but we're also going to falter here and there. So... You just, we just got to take the good with the bad, but understand that this team, this team is good, man. There's something, there's something about this team that that's got us winning these close games and we're never, ever out of it. We're never out of it. We're down four, momentum was all on their side. And then somebody had to make a play. And that was Kyrie Elam. Kyrie Elam made a play in order for us to get that football back and go up 10. And now we're a little bit more in control with a little bit of breathing room. And then at the end of the day, we, we iced them out, kill the clock, and we're out of there. Bills win 34-31. Uh, not a sexy win, but a well-needed win. We needed that win, so that gets us into it. So that's, this is what it is, an eight-game win streak. Let's continue that streak. Let's go for nine against whoever is coming to Buffalo. The beautiful thing about this is they got to come to us. They have to come to us, so we'll be ready for them. And, uh, and then we'll go from there. So uh, questions, concerns in the chat. I'm going to try to read a couple, uh, a handful of comments, and uh, we'll get into it. I had a, car, a comment coming from my man, Mike Hartle. Uh, Mike Hartle says, uh, yo, Rico, who did you pick? Did you Any, any upset special? I didn't really have an upset special. Um, my upset special really was going to be the Cowboys over the Bucks, um, And I don't really call that an upset because I went against what everybody thought was going to happen. But... Did I see the Jacksonville Jaguars being the Chargers? Indifferent. You think the Chargers were going to do what they do, but if you pay attention to what Herbert done all year, inconsistent. He's been inconsistent all year. All year he's been inconsistent. Never, never, never a guy that you can count on. Um, and it was very clear in the second half when when the defense wasn't giving them the football, like the Bills gave the Miami Dolphins. Right? We gave Miami Dolphins, man. We've turned the football. We're turning the ball over. We're fumbling our red zone. They get it. We give them an interception. They run it right back to our zone. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we gave the football up. If we didn't give the football up to the Dolphins, is the, is the, is, is, are we talking about this? No. We're talking about how we, how we took care of business convincingly. 
But when you give the football up and you give an opportunity, unfortunately, this is the result. This is what's going to happen, right? But when it took, I, I took the 49ers. Obviously, I thought the 49ers were going to win. Seahawks put a good fight. Um, we got uh, Jacksonville won this game. I thought the Chargers probably were going to win this. They are inconsistent, but I thought the Chargers were going to win this one, right? They, weren't, they haven't been there in a long time. This is their first time in it, and they're going to be dangerous. And nope, nothing. Uh, Giants right now, I don't know what the score of the Giants game is. Um, what is the score of the Giants game? Let me see what's going on over there. The Giants, the Giants, uh, right now I have the Giants winning against the Vikings. That was my pick. Uh, and the score right now is 24-21 Giants. And that's the third quarter, end of third quarter, nearing the end of third quarter. So the Giants are looking good right now, and Minnesota has the ball. Um, and then I have the Bengals beating the Ravens based solely on their quarterback play. If Lamar Jackson were playing, that's more even. But that defense for the Ravens got, they, that's a pretty damn good defense. But for the most part, folks, it's a good, solid game. And, uh, and I'm, I'm glad that we were able to get out with the W. We got, we got to see some good things. Kyrie Elam was, was a, bright, a bright light today. Great job by Kyrie Elam. Uh, Gabe Davis was a bright light today. Shout out to Gabe Davis. You know what I'm saying? And uh, our, do we have some things to work on? Absolutely. We got to clean turnovers up. And uh, we, we just got to gotta get better. Ken Dorsey, I need you to, to make, make better adjustments and, I'm saying, and, and get your guys involved. Stefan Diggs cannot go in the second half um, not getting as involved, right? You had some moments where you called some, some short plays, you know what I'm saying, first and 10 to kind of give him short plays, and then deep, and then deep. Now, is that on Ken Dorsey? Is that the play call, or is that on Josh? Josh seeing something that he likes. Nonetheless, at the end of the day, the W is what matters. Clean it up. All the mistakes are in this game. We'll look at it, go back to the film, figure things out, and then we wait. We wait to see who we play, and we wait, and we try to get that win next week. You know what I'm saying? We live to play another day, and that's the way it's going to be. So um, before we get out of here, I'm going to leave you guys with, uh, you know what I'm saying? I want to leave you guys on a bright note, on a, on a brighter note. Uh, these bills are moving on. We're moving on to the next round. And I want, I want us all to be pumped. I want us all to leave on a good note. So that being said, let me play a little clip for you guys before I get out of here. And then, and then we'll call it a day. So uh, let's, let's run this clip real quick. They all said this was the year. And that's exactly how things started. Right on schedule. What a start to the season for the Bills. All according to plan. It's almost unstoppable. There was just something in the air. Then there wasn't. Micah Hyde, Vaughn Miller out for the season. Bill safety DeMar Hamlin remains in critical condition. But that's Buffalo, right? Cold, tough, the type of place that will make a lot of people turn away and back down. But not our people and not this team. Touchdown! We keep going. It's not just a team and its fans. It's a bomb. A bond sealed in the belief that out of hardship comes a unified and unstoppable force. This is storybook! What I said before was wrong. There was always something in the air. It's the strength, the grit, and sheer willpower of this team and these people. Goes to the end zone, and the ball is caught! We hit, we got, we Intercepted! Doesn't look like an offense that's good enough to win the Super Bowl right now. Okay.
like that, we have unfinished business to take care of. I don't want to end on a doom and gloom. We got the dub. I can easily sit and pinpoint all the mistakes that we made, but we got the win. It don't, I don't give a shit what happens now. Now go clean the bullshit up that we had in this game. Know what we did wrong. Man, I could have cleaned that up. I shot this. I should have that. And then we get into the next game. You know what I'm saying? Something in the air. You damn right there's something in the air. You know what I'm saying? So let's get it. Let's get after it. And we move on to next week. That's the beautiful thing about it. Because it would have been the worst day for us to sit here and talk about what are we going to do in the offseason. We ain't got to talk about what we're going to do in the offseason. We can talk about what the fuck we're going to do next week. So people, get ready. I don't give a damn who we play. It's on. It is on. We got the dub, and we out of here. So bring on the Bengals, bring on the Ravens, whoever, because we've, we've taken on the Ravens. We know what's good. We were about to take on the Bengals, and that's fate. If we've got to face the Bengals and really see what's good, then we will see what's good. You know what I'm saying? So let's go, man. So that's it for me. I hope you guys have an enjoyable rest of your Sunday. We will catch you again on Tuesday night, and uh, we'll let uh, my man Zbot. Uh, take over on Monday. It's going to be a nice show. And then back on Tuesday and then back on Wednesday with my man Rev. And then we find out we'll know who we face tonight. And then we go from there. So, folks, listen, man. It's a dub. We got the win. And that's all that matters in my book. So, enjoy the rest of your weekend. We out of here. Let me get my music queued up because uh, it's, it's necessary. And then we go from there, folks. So, until next time. Enjoy yourselves, be good, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip. And uh, you know you know what it always is. It's always go Bills. It's Bills all day. It's never going to stop, and then we go from there. And I got to give a shout-out to my man, Chandler. Chandler's been watching us for a long time now. Great post-game show, biggest game of the year coming up. You guys know what it is, man. This was, this was an appetizer. You know what I'm saying? This was the appetizer. Sometimes the appetizer gets us a little full, Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? So we got to pace ourselves. So now we got a whole week to kind of digest before we get to the main course. I mean, do we want to call this a main course? We'll wait on it. Maybe this is a second appetizer coming up or the pre-main. Whatever the case is, we have time to digest. And what I mean by digest is to go through what we went wrong and we go from there. I can't stress it enough. It's just what it is. Enjoy the win. We won this one. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. So, guys, ladies, kids, whoever's watching, enjoy the week. Enjoy the win. Who's going to taste way better that we got this win? We ain't got to talk about the big collapse. We lost this game. What an upset. And going forward, and I'm, I've learned my lesson. This is my lesson. Vegas, y'all can go kick rocks. I know exactly what y'all did. Y'all made that spread so horribly large so you can make a lot of money on these on us bozos. Good thing I did not bet on this thing. So these these spreads that Vegas keeps putting out there, man, fuck y'all, man. Y'all made the y'all made the Miami Dolphins, you know what I'm saying, really pissed off. <laughs> I hate y'all, man. So anyway, <laughs> I digress. So you guys enjoy the rest of the week. We'll go from there. I got a super chat coming. I gotta read that. Well. Was Bills Mafia promised at least three jet sweeps? Go Bills. <laughs> All right, Mr. Diggs. Who knows, man? We're going to maybe push it up this coming game. So, F Vegas. Hate them. He gave They gave Miami Dolphins more fuel. We didn't need them to have more fuel. So, we'll see how it goes. But you know what? Maybe they'll give us the fuel next week. 
and they, they're going to call us the underdogs. And then we'll have to come out and whoop some man. That's just what it comes down to. So, folks, I'm done talking. Enjoy the rest of your week. It's Gold Bills all day, every day. It's never going to stop. And until next time, it's your boy. And I'm gone. It's the Reefor Report. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. Thank you guys very much for 25,000 subscribers. If you guys have not subscribed, subscribe to the page. Show some love, and we'll get at you another time. Peace.